0: back again inside the Colts radio studio I'm Matt Taylor I'm joined by JJ Stankovitz from Colts.com and also with us a pleasure to visit again with Mike Mitchell but now he's in a different capacity with the Colts he's now the assistant secondary coach welcome back to uh, this building this this environment man what uh how good does it feel to be back in indianapolis here
1: it feels amazing it's a blessing to be back and surrounded by such good people that's the first thing and then obviously this is a great organization it's a winning organization um i'm just very excited for this opportunity
0: yeah take us through it how did this come about and you know when you got that call from coach reich yeah, you know so what, what was the feeling
1: it was uh so it was very exciting um i remember on my exit venue, interview um back in 2018 Mr. Ballard told me I would be a coach one day and (laughs) we kind of stayed in context I'm still wanting to come back and play kind of and you know when he didn't get back to me this year I was like man I'm probably not playing any more football you know what I mean (laughs) Um, so I reached out to him uh at some point this when I saw the coaching changes and whatnot he got back to me and Frank was reaching out setting up the interview process I think we spoke maybe two or three times and then they ended up bringing me in and I interviewed formally, I guess, and yeah. they gave it to me. So who are some of your coaching influences
2: over the course of your career who you look to and, and say, like, this this person really impacted me as I now kind of move forward as a head co- as a, uh, a coach here in the NFL? I
1: hope to be a head coach, maybe one day. Maybe one right day a head just, coach. That's way too far ahead, one day at a time. Um, I think, first, Kevin Ross, when I was in Oakland, um, he was a guy I wouldn't have played – probably more than three years if it wasn't for him just how my mentality was when i was a young player and he he very much understood what type of guy i was because i think he's a he's a lot the same way um he's got a very fiery strong personality and as did i especially when i was young so without his kind of foot on my derriere you know keeping me in the uh, the right direction i, I wouldn't have uh it, my career wouldn't have panned out like it did um so big, big uh, hat off to Kevin Ross. He's now the secondary coach in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, I think it's got to be Steve Wilkes in Carolina cause That's that was the year that, you know, I ended up, that's when the league finally, I guess, knew about me, found mm-hmm. out about me, because uh, that's how I ended up getting the Pittsburgh deal and going to Pittsburgh. Uh, so Steve Wilkes helped me out a bunch. And then uh, Carnell Lake, I mean, he's the man. He was the guy that was with me my four years in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's, it's, this is how crazy the world is. Um, so now I'm in this role, in assistant secondary, and I was doing informal interviews with his son, who's a safety from UCLA. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> you talk about wow. um, this, the world being small and how that everything comes back to you. Uh, Um, Obviously, I gave him a high grade. (laughs) Uh, But, no, Cornell Lake and then um, Allen Williams here. Uh, All those guys are all guys that I still talk to to this day. And, you know, Coach Allen just got promoted to defensive coordinator Mm -hmm. uh, up in Chicago, so very excited for him getting another opportunity. Uh, But he's a heck of a man, and and he, he helped me out so much because You know, I was a decent player, and when I was in Pittsburgh, you know, I was a full-time starter and, you know, competing in big games and all that type Mm -hmm. of stuff, trying to win some accolades. And, you know, to come here, it was more of a – it was my swan song. It was my transition into, you know, more of a leadership backup role. I'd always been – not so much leadership. I'd always been a leader, uh, but more of that, you know, positional – I Was playing on third down, right, and kind of that backup role, player coach role. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he helped. He helped me, you know, go into that role gracefully. Completely understood me. Uh, so those those four guys uh, helped me out the most.
0: Yeah, you really, I mean, you talk about being a good leader. I think you're, you're underselling that because when you were here in a short amount of time, you really rubbed off on some key important pieces that are still here. I mean, George Odom, Kenny Moore, uh, a guy that's no longer here that, that spoke very highly of you was, was Quincy Wilson back in 2018. Where does that leadership come from for you? Did you always have that
1: or did you develop that? How did that come about? I think uh, it's a mixture of both, right? I always had some type of traits just because I had a good father in my life, and some of the things that he would always preach to me growing up—be uh, a leader, not a follower. You know, I'm sure we all kind of hear those things, but he—he uh, he definitely spoke to me about, you know, that and how I would carry myself, uh, and that molded me throughout, you know, most of my life. Uh, and then when I got to Pittsburgh, uh, that's when I think a leader, it really started to come out. Um, it, uh, there, Mike Tomlin, it, it, they they have a great organization. One, it's stability, but uh, it's a culture that they create there. Mm-hmm. Uh, older guys grab a young guy and show them the way. And, and it's, it's uh, you know, a lot of times it's unfortunate because the older guy is actually training his ba- his replacement. Uh, you know, I ended up re- replacing Troy and didn't do nearly as good a job <laughs> as he did, but, you know, that's, that's how it goes there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the humility that you have to have to do that is, is why they... You know, they haven't had a losing season in fifteen or sixteen years. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the most storied franchises. Uh, To be honest, you know, I can't really say I did too much because, honestly, that's how I feel. I know you're saying I'm underselling it, but you know, I just I didn't do anything special. I just did what I do on a day to day basis. Uh, I try to do my best to care about people. I try to earn their respect one and then I earn their trust and I think when you have those three things people will listen to you then if you have those three things um when I came in I just tried to be a guy that practiced hard and and studied hard and then you know when I had some success you know winning the player of the weeks and whatnot guys were like man I kind of want to do things his way you know Mm -hmm. and and so then it's easier you know I never wanted to be a guy that says this is how you do it but sometimes you got to do that um but I just tried to be a guy that wanted to show young guys the way, right? And uh, but you
0: came in here mid-October and you did that in short order. That wasn't easy.
1: Yeah, so got to thank God for that. You know, I definitely believe in the God of Israel. You know, yeah. but I, I did a decent job keeping myself in shape and um, and always had that mentality. So when I came in, I knew I just wanted to practice hard, be a guy that, you know earn their respect earn their trust and you know the player of the week type stuff that kind of spoke for itself so literally guys were like man i want to i want to what can what can you do because how did you just come here from the street and do this exactly you (laughs) know um so then you know it made my job easy
2: mike uh, something frank said about you was that you really get the the game within the game and he said he was looking for something someone in the position that you're in uh, who understands that what does he mean by that and, and how do you understand that game within the game
1: Uh, that's a great question it's probably a better question for him Uh, (laughs) but honestly um, I do understand situations and and as you become an Mm -hmm. older player and this is something I learned from Mike Tomlin um, every down is a situation Uh, where the ball is on the field is a certain situation so you know if 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 we're on the ten yard line, I'm not thinking I'm defending go balls, or you know what I'm saying because there's, mm-hmm. there's only fifteen yards here to defend. Right. So the routes get a lot shorter. Right. And as you become an older player, and you you know a lot of that time is just it, having experience, and then also through your film study, you realize, man, there's only a handful of things they're going to do in this. So when it's third and one, I'm not necessarily thinking about a go ball. Most teams are going to throw the ball short to the flat because mm-hmm. they're just trying to get one yard or first down, or it's going to be a run. Mm-hmm. So when you start to play the game that way. It, I don't want to say that it's easier because I don't want to sound arrogant or anything, but that's how I was able to extend my career. Because when I came mm-hmm. out, I was running, you know, 4-3. Four th- four By the time I was done, you know, mm-hmm. I was, well, it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was still able to make plays because just understanding the game within the mm-hmm. game, understanding mm-hmm. situations, um, you know, if I if I think it's going to be a corner out and where I was young enough, I could just run over there and guard it. As I got older, it was like, let me move two steps to the mm-hmm. right.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've got some talented guys here, You know, whether it's Julian Blackman, Kari Willis, um, You know, a couple of guys who weren't here when you were here. But mm-hmm. if you're able to communicate that, the situational stuff, mm-hmm. to them with their athletic talents, um, what kind of players can those guys be?
1: I, I mean, you want to say the sky's the limit they're already talented um, young football players and, and they have fresh legs, right? Yeah. Um, what I would like to do is, is, one, just help them as much as I can, but shorten that curve. Because, you know, things that I learned, it took me maybe five, six, seven years to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could, if someone would have told me that in year two or year three, you know, I, I would imagine I would have been that much better of a player. That's kind of how I see... My role, obviously, you know, the number one thing I want to do is just learn from all the great coaches that we have. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coach Miles, Frank, uh, Coach Richard, uh, Gus, all those guys that we already have. I, I take notes on everything that they say. I'm sure they get annoyed with me, but I just want to learn as much as I can. That's how I'm seeing this opportunity. But then also, you know, with those guys, just shorten that learning curve for them and get them to see the game maybe, I don't know, instead of having to take three to four years to learn it like I did, you know, kind of speed that up. But, you know, I'm excited. We have a good group of guys, and I know Kenny's a leader here, Mm -hmm. uh, and that makes me proud because, you know, he was one of the guys that I was here with. So to kind of know that I had a a hand on him and then just seeing his career blossom like it has, you know, that's one of the rewarding benefits of of being an older player watching a younger Mm -hmm. guy come up. So it's been really cool. I know that he'll do a good job of whatever we say. Uh, he, uh, Him being a leader, he's going to help implement it to the younger guys. And uh, I don't want to say that we're going to have success. It's never a good thing to do. But uh, we definitely have the right type of people that we can nice. be successful.
0: Right. That's Mike Mitchell. He is the assistant secondary coach for the Indianapolis Colts, uh, also a former Colt himself back in 2018. And another guy that you were here with at the time was Matt Eberflus, now the head coach for the Chicago Bears. But he was your defensive coordinator that one year here in Indy. Your thoughts on just the, the differences and similarities and things that may translate from what you were taught here as a player and then how that translates to Gus Bradley's approach at defensive coordinator.
1: Um, Well, both guys, uh, I, I can't say enough good things about Fluce, especially, you know, the way that him and Coach Allen, the way that they welcome me in as an older player. You know, they, they knew certain times, you know, can't ask Mike to run full speed at the beginning of the practice. You know what I mean? So I appreciate him for all those favors uh, that he did for me. Uh, number one thing that they, I think they have in common is, one, I think the effort standard is going to be the same. I think guys are going to know quickly with Gus, you know, there's a way that we need to play just like they did with Coach Ibraflues. We're going to play fast. We're going to play smart. We're going to play physical. All those things will be the same. I also think, you know, there will be some differences. You know, Coach Ibraflues was more of a, a, a too high – Type guy. Hopefully, I'm not giving away too many nuggets. I hope that's why I said. I hope this is just Colts. Uh, he was more of a two-high um, defense, whereas you know, in with Gus's system, it's going to be more a cover three. What you saw with you know Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta, Jacksonville, those those type uh, teams. Uh, so there will be some differences, but we have the people. We have the people again. Um, and I think that's the most important thing, right? I'm high on trust. Uh, what's his name? Simon Sinek. As a guy I follow on Instagram, he always speaks about high trust or high uh, performance. Um, if you think about like, like Navy SEALs, you know, your life's on the line all the time. Uh, they always say that they want a guy with extremely high trust that's, you know, he can't be a, a slouch performer, but maybe not might be the highest performer because at the end of the day, your life's on the line. That's really what counts. I think we have a got lot of, people in this building that are high trust and also high performers so like i said i don't want to say that it you know we're going to be super successful but you know there is light there's light and things Mm -hmm. are looking up i think it's going to be a good year and i look forward to going
2: to work I was going to say, just the last one for me was that something Coach Bradley talked about when we talked to him when he got hired was that the previous coaching staff, the, the Matt Eberflus defense, they left a defense that's got so many guys who give great effort mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And you can see the camaraderie. You know, We were just talking with Nate Alley in here about the camaraderie on the defensive line. Richard Smith said the same thing about linebackers. When you have that effort and that camaraderie, that's that's got to be kind of half the battle almost when you're implementing a new defense right
1: well again it just comes back to the right people and having good people i i definitely think that you know the d-line the linebackers even even the guys in the secondary you know they all know each other but the number one thing is there's good people here like with the right guys you can i don't want to say you can do anything but you can do anything um you just got to have the right people and we do um you know, we just got to, everyone's got to buy in. We got to help each other. We got to love each other. We got to, we got to really legitimately trust each other. And I think with that, man, this, I'm going to say it. The sky's going to be the limit, especially with this defense. Uh, there's, Extremely talented. I mean, you guys know who we have. There's there's a lot of talent over there. Um, so it's hard not to when I'm looking at tape be excited. Like man, you know. So it's just going to be. We're going to have to work every day. It's nothing's going to be easy. Winning is extremely hard in this league. Uh, it's it's not going to be easy, but mm-hmm. I'm excited about it.
0: That's Mike Mitchell. Finally, Coach, you just kind of alluded to it a little bit. How important is it to build that foundation in the spring? Get the ball rolling a little bit in OTAs because. You you know, this AFC is loaded with great quarterbacks as a guy that follows the secondary that's made a livelihood in the secondary. Just your thoughts on the conference as a whole with all these great young up and coming quarterbacks that aren't going to go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean and and then now the addition, you know, you get a guy like Russell Wilson coming over. Mm-hmm. Uh the the it's it's never been easy to play defense and it's not getting any easier. Uh that's why, you know, we're going to need we're going to need guys to come in in the off season and have the have the right mindset, which I know most of the guys do. Uh we're going to have to get the work. It's going to be a daily process. It's not going to be easy like I've already said winning is hard. It's, it's 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 very hard. People on the outside they think, "Oh, you know, we got this first rounder or this first rounder." Uh but if you're not out there with a purpose, Man, you're going to run into someone with a purpose. Winning in this league is so hard. Um, that's why you know it's going to be important to get everyone in the building, yep. have a great offseason. Number one thing is always staying healthy. Sometimes you can't control that. That comes down to you know a little bit of luck or God or whatever, however you want to say it. Uh, but if we can do those things and just come in with the right mentality to get better every single day, I, I like our chances. I like this sure. group. Um, I'm looking forward to it. No doubt even about with it. all the, the difficult quarterbacks
0: for sure challenge
1: accepted Mike
0: Mitchell assistant secondary coach for the Indianapolis Colts coach it's great to see you
1: again welcome to the staff and uh, good luck here with the Colts thank you so much it's great to be back and it truly is an honor so thank you guys again